Stay true, stay real, stay righteous. What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? I'm gonna have me a Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. Ooh, I like it. A Goose County? <laughs> no, Goose. I wish I was in Goose County. <laughs> Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> no, Goose Island. Oh. It says Goose Island, Bourbon County. What a shame. <laughs> Barstown? Ooh, Barstown. <laughs> it's not from Barstown. It's actually from Chicago. Mm. Boybin. Some good boybin. Boybin. <laughs> this ought to be interesting, too. This is quite a high volume or uh, alcohol percent. Oh. 15.2. That's pretty high. <laughs> God dang. What did what'd you say? 15.2%. 15. 15.2? Kind of reminds me of like Kentucky Ale. Yeah. That's something that's really well known around here. Mm-hmm. It's pretty strong. Yeah. It's because they, they aged it in uh, bourbon barrels, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's one of the, the tricks to it. Anyways. <laughs> kind of thinking of some stuff that's funny. Mm-hmm. We were, I can't remember how we got on the subject. We had a real funny pre-show, didn't we? <laughs> As we were brainstorming. Yeah, we'll have to do a poll and see if and see if we uh, uh, if we need if we record some of our pre-show stuff. If anybody oh, would gosh. be interested in hearing it for ten ninety nine on our Patreon, raw and unfiltered. <laughs> the raw and unfiltered. <laughs> it's been banned in seven countries. Did he really say it? <laughs> find out so raw we can't describe it you have to experience it <laughs> i don't know man people pay money for stuff like that i mean they do the, the dark web we could market it on the dark web <laughs> just put it on tiktok or something i think 70 percent of the internet is the dark web really yeah it's it's pretty dark <laughs> the internet's a weird place anyways yeah. well i mean the dark web is the true free version of the internet we yes. live in kind of a moderate, we live in a censored version of the internet. Right, correct. Mm-hmm. The dark web. I feel like you have to have certain engines to even be able to access it, right? Well, <clears throat> or to my understanding, you access it through a specific browser. Correct. A specific internet browser. Tor. I think it's called Tor. Tor or there's... Yeah, dot, some, something like that. Um, un, like Onion or something like that, isn't it another one? Yeah, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> It's a conduit. It, it almost kind of unlocks mm-hmm. the re- the rest of the internet, right? It's, that, it's if just that a makes doorway, sense, right? right? It's a doorway into a deeper part of the internet called the dark web. The dark web's always really interesting because you hear a lot of really horrific stories and things that come out mm-hmm. of it. The dark web would naturally be a place that the black market would gravitate towards. So you would have human torture, and I think it's been proven that a lot of child pornography is mm-hmm. is distributed amongst the dark web. Um, I mean, so obviously with that type of freedom, there's always going to be that underlying evil I've also, ready to take I, advantage of. And, and on top of that, you have certain like black markets that sell illegal weapons, drugs, right, things right. like that that are accessible to it. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard there's other things that there aren't just the dark side of humanity, but there's mm-hmm. actually like some, I think they maybe say like some government type programs and stuff that use that part of the web. Does that sound right? It reminds me of a really interesting story I, I once read about um, about the dark web, and it was on the subject of the government actually mm-hmm. planting like a puzzle, like cryptic puzzle 
for somebody to figure out. And when I say a puzzle, I'm just talking like a... Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like... It's something Zicada, right? Yeah, yeah. There's I can't remember, there's a, there's a number it, right? or something that comes after it or before it, but it's something Zicada. Right, and it, and they were looking for like, I, I guess you would call them cryptographers or something. Does that sound right? I, I've heard the story. I heard it was like certain... They had these, well, like you said, these cryptic puzzles mm-hmm. that I think started on a certain website and actually, as certain people solved these puzzles... It actually branched out into the real world, supposedly, right? right Where they right. actually started finding evidence and solving things mm-hmm. in the actual real world. Nobody knows if anyone's ever solved it, or nobody knows if people have solved it and they've been inducted into maybe like the Secret Service, right? Secret <laughs> underground kind of FBI program or something. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, I, I think it's actually a real website. I think maybe you can go to it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Don't quote me on that, but. Right. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, hell, the CIA pays bounties in crypto to people. Really? Yeah, the CIA <laughs> actively pays. <laughs> it's gonna cost you. So I mean, they play the game. Bitcoin. They play the game too. That's they not play... what we agreed upon, Roscoe. <laughs> I did the job you asked me to do. The regime's in place. I want to be paid. <laughs> And I wanted in Doge. We were going to overthrow a, a state, not a country. <laughs> God damn it. Well, you reap what you sow. <laughs> and it's time to pay the piper. <laughs> so talking on that note, I know I had, I had, had Clint Eastwood. Actually, he's got, a, he's got a new movie coming out. Of I know, he's getting <laughs> so old, man. Oh, my God. I saw the trailer for it. I, I like, can't oh be doing God. this shit anymore. <laughs> The trailer, he's, he's being oh, this a hard no man. God right. help Clint Eastwood. Say he's man. passionate about what he does, man. Hey, I, I just keep it going. Until I have he's mad gone. respect. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about speaking of movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we were reminiscing. I can't even remember how we got on the subject. Yeah. We were thinking back to the original Home Alone movie, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow we got on the subject. For anybody that's heard of Home Alone or is familiar with it, it's notorious for you know. Um, here's your change, you filthy animal. But it comes from an actual... Oh, right, 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 right. Like, it's like a movie within a movie type deal. A, a fake movie that's shown in <laughs> the movie Every, Hove Alone. Everybody, if you've ever seen the movie, you're aware of the scene. It's the black and white movie that he's watching. Right. With the guy who takes out a Tommy gun and starts shooting up the place right. at one point. He uses the audio from the movie as part of his tricks and his ploys and stuff. Like, like the right. pizza guy. Anyways, there's actually a name for the movie, though. What's the name of it? Angels with Filthy Souls. Angel- <laughs> Angels with Filthy Souls. By the way, this is not an actual real movie. It's it's like they it was just made for the film, right? right. So this is not something you can look up and watch an entire it's movie like a, on. It's like a one shot scene. <laughs> Keep the we change, were, you filthy animal. <laughs> but we were trying to remember because like it's it's kind of a full scene, so we were trying to remember all the the lines that were spoken oh, in it's it. Br- it was it's just it was <laughs> it's one of the best parts of the movie. It's brilliant. So, like, the guy, there's a guy that comes into this room, right? Who is it? It's me, Snakes. I got the stuff. Leave it on that doorstep and get the hell out of here. (laughs) All right, Johnny. But what about my money? What money? AC said you had some dough for me. Matter of fact, how much do I owe you? AC said 10%. Well, AC ain't charged no more. (laughs) What do you mean? He's upstairs taking a bath. I'll I'll have him call call you when he gets gets out. out. (laughs) 
Hey. <laughs> I tell you what hey, I'm gonna do. I tell you what I'm gonna do, snakes. I'm gonna give you to the count of ten. To get your ugly, yellow, yeah. no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going. One, two, ten. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant scene. The, but you actually said in the second Home Alone movie, they actually <laughs> made another. Oh, they expanded upon the female, right. <laughs> Um, he uses the movie in the same tactic as he does in the first movie. Yeah. The second one's called Angels with Filthier Souls. <laughs> oh and it's God. just as brilliant. It's just as brilliant. If you ever look them up on YouTube, watch them by themselves, and just appreciate the theater. Just appreciate <laughs> Somebody it. thought that up. Oh, it's that incredible. was great. AC you... ain't in charge no more. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Oh, I know what it was that got us on the subject of that. What was it? Maybe, maybe it was you were talking about over-the-top shoot them up meet films, oh, yeah. and we were talking about the Hard Boiled, oh, the I movie was Hard Boiled. Right, I was comparing it to that, that's right, I remember that now. <laughs> but you were telling me, so I've never seen Hard Boiled, but you said you've seen it before, and you were telling me how over the top it was. So you were telling me, you were trying to des- describe to me this movie, and just just recap on what you were telling me earlier, some of the... the... So the movie is often compared to an action movie Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> action movie yeah. Nirvana. It's often compared to that. Yeah. You were telling me about some of the some of the over top scenes that right. are in it. So so the movie is is directed by John Woo, and, and if you're not familiar with him, he actually does a lot of kind of like martial arts and action movies. Um, but he's a Chinese director, and he made a movie called Hard Boiled, and I think it was kind of one of his first breakout movies. And it starred Chow Yun-Fat, who is actually, he's actually very well known in American movies. The movie is just, it's its absolute chaos and insanity. <laughs> the whole movie is nothing but explosions and guns and bullets and violence. And, and, all, <laughs> and it's based on a cop and an undercover cop teaming up and taking on like a, a mob, essentially. Like but an organized the, crime type mob. Right, or something. right. So, right. So it sounds like it has this really tame premise, like it's something that kind of fits the mold. Right, right? you're like, okay. Yeah, I'm, but it I'm... couldn't be the furthest thing from that. <laughs> because the scene I would like, I'm trying to get you to visualize, is the cop, the cop has went to his superiors with, with some type <laughs> of evidence that there's going to be a drug deal. And of course, these guys are really high up organized criminals, so naturally, the, the chief commissioner says, no, we don't have enough on them, you know, something like that. Like, we don't have... They'll walk you know, away from yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll just bring them in and they'll walk right back out, like something like that. So, of course, he's the frustrated detective. Oh, there's nothing I can do. I know something's going to happen. I know I, I know I can just nail this guy, you know, <laughs> if I can if I can get what I need, you know, if I can get the support that I need. <laughs> Gee, it's kind of like the real world, isn't it? <laughs> so he decides to go solo on the mission. <laughs> he literally goes to this giant... It's like a giant warehouse where this drug deal's going down. He's, of course, a giant on, warehouse down by the docks, right? Right, and somehow <laughs> somehow he's on top of the roof, but he's and he's strapped from head to toe. I'm talking SMGs, <laughs> yeah. handguns, ammo clips, grenades. I mean, everything you can imagine. If you were to ask a kid how they would equip a police officer going in on a mission solo, this is how a kid would do it. <laughs> give them four of those machine guns, give them two of those shotguns. <laughs> I mean, it's just insanity. Like but a anyways, comic book character. <laughs> right, so the scene the scene continues on, and he's observing this drug deal that's taking place. 
at some point, he decides to make his move, and he literally flies through this window. <laughs> he just jumps through this window that he's been... Like Batman. Right. That he, yeah, exactly, yeah, kind of like Tim Burton stuff, man. Just like fly, you know, glass in slow right. motion. You know, he like flies through the window, like hanging on some kind of like crane chain or something. And as he's swinging, <laughs> swinging on this chain, after, he's, after he busts through the window and he's now swinging on this chain, he's gripping the chain with one hand and with his free hand, he's absolutely spraying lead everywhere. <laughs> And there's explosions going off in the background that, like... You don't even know where it's coming from. You don't even know what's happening. (laughs) It's just absolute insanity. Like, people are just walking around and and things are blowing up behind them. (laughs) Like, there's no bullets, there's no bombs, like, nothing. It's just cars are blowing up and stuff. I mean, it gets gets so ridiculous at one point. I I need to find a clip. We'll have to post it on our our thing. I'll have to find a clip of this or something. There's people on dirt bikes shooting guns and riding around and fighting each other. And it just, it, 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 it becomes insane. To close out the movie, because naturally it has to go out in a spectacular fashion <laughs> after after the theatrics we've right. already, we've witnessed <laughs> up into this point. Um, it takes place in a hospital where this un- undercover cop is trying to now rescue a baby. And <laughs> oh my God. while he's trying to work his way through the hospital that this criminal organization is for some reason taken over, he has a like a pump action shotgun, but it's like a Remington. Like it's not even like a mili- <laughs> like it's it's like a souped up Remington military grade silver shotgun. Holy shit! That you know clicks super loud when you pump it, and it's just him. It's literally the only movie I've ever seen people fly that far back in the air <laughs> when they get shot. But in this movie, they're like in this, literally. In this movie, they've like they put them on harnesses, <laughs> and they're literally <laughs> they've like, got them like flying in the air through the air. Oh, Gosh. it's brilliant though. Everything about it's brilliant. It's just nonstop chaos. And it's a movie that you go into. I mean, you can hell you can watch the American. You can watch it, you know, with American subtitles. But I mean, right. it's one of the. I mean, it doesn't even really matter. You don't need to read. <laughs> You'll be so mesmerized. You, you, you won't care what the what the dialogue you don't need is. To pay attention. I'm still. Hey, Al. With the story it's is. one of those movies you don't watch it for the dialogue. No. <laughs> Brilliant, excellent effects. Though. Wow, excellent effects, man. Hard boiled. I'm going to check that one out. Hard boiled. John Woo presents. <laughs> Hard boiled. Music by Danny Elfman. Starring Chow Yun-Fat. Holy cow. So we were talking about The Matrix, because there's a new Matrix that's releasing. They they start showing some trailers or whatever of it. Well, you said you really loved the first film, right? I think the first one is the best. No, The Matrix movies are really interesting movies because, because you can look at them, you can enjoy them for what they are at face value, or you can also take a deeper look into the narrative and what it's trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. The whole point of the movie is they're teaching Neo to break out of his own mind, break out of the Matrix. Right. If you think about that concept, you can almost apply it to anything, you know, your 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 own life, your personal life. Because what is the Matrix? It's funny because the movie the movie kind of sends a direct message to us. The Matrix is normal. It's the normal world to us. Mm-hmm. Of course, in the movie, the outside world is the abnormal mm-hmm. world. The real world is abnormal because remember, by the, by this point, the machines have taken over right. and they're everything's really strange. The landscapes are all screwed up. So the machines plug these people into the matrix, and these people believe that they're living these normal life. I can't remember why they do it, but I think there's some reason behind it. But what a neat concept! Do you think it was intended to be what seen that way? I think both. Yeah, I think the guys who I can't remember their names. I remember it's two brothers, but I can't remember their names. I think they really knew what they wanted to do as far as like effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you know, the the classic scene of the guy, you know, going 
going backwards and dodging mm-hmm. the bullets or, um, you know, like them running on the walls and stuff where they're kind of like breaking out of the reality. Right. I mean, a lot of people see that as them kind of hacking the system. That's how it's kind of portrayed in the movie. Right. Interesting. And it's kind of those movies that really... Kind of like taking charge deeper. of your life a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as the movies go on, I mean, they still try to hold that narrative, but they add a lot more elements you know, the first one really has that impact of, wow, what a concept. What we're living in is is nothing but a simulation. There's a lot of theories about simulation. Actually, I think it's one of the scariest facts I've ever heard of. Are right, you guys ready? Here's the scariest fact you'll ever know. Tell me. We're more likely to be in a simulation as opposed to actually existing. The likelihood of everything that, that's happened and what we are and where we are now and how we're thinking... And me and you were sitting here and communicating and talking. None of it's real. It's more likely that we're, this is all a simulation as opposed to the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Something like well, that. Well, this is a simulation. It freaking sucks. No! <laughs> Break out. I want the cheat codes. Give me the red pill. Right? It was the red one. <laughs> I want to drop the rhino tank. Man, cheat that's codes. The... <laughs> Man, that was back in the day when you had cheat codes. Cheat codes meant something, man. Cheat codes used to mean something. Like, remember opening up the game box and you have that, like, old crumpled up, stained yeah. piece of paper with the rope, <laughs> like, where you wrote down the yeah. buttons you had to hit and what it what it was, what right. each cheat code was. Like or you print it off sometimes from a certain, like, cheat code website. You know right. what I'm talking You remember those when they had cheat code? Cheats.cc. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. People Maybe liked having their cheat codes, man, oh, for the games. cheat codes are great. And it was a challenge to unlock them. It was like, I mean, it was almost like it's part of the game. Hey, you can play it how we intended for you to play it, or you can up hey, the ante. It was almost with it. it was almost kind of like the first part of mod. It was almost like modding right. to a degree, right. right? Except they were kind of giving you these options to kind of just make it to break the rules <laughs> right. of the game. Oh, cheat codes! That goes all the way back to really almost the beginning of games. They've been making cheat codes and Easter eggs and things that people were finding can use. Well, I mean, it's part of what developing a video game is. It's it's the passion and the artistry yeah. of what you're doing. People like to leave what they call the Easter eggs and stuff, like little fun gimmicks mm-hmm. in the games, because they're people who really care about what they're doing. That it was, it, It's something that's memorable to them, mm-hmm. and so they add their own little special, unique touch to it. And I always think that's really cool. It's almost like their little signature, right? Absolutely. On the yeah. bottom of the painting, their little signature. I respect that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's them signing it. I agree. I did, I did read an interesting article today. Not not to get now to get boring, because I'm a, I, you know I like my history, so I'm always trying to learn new things that I don't already know. And I was reading an article, and it was talking about different events, kind of like if, if you remember the History Channel, and maybe it still does it. They used to have like this day in history. Oh yeah, I remember love that. that. And it would sh- you know it yeah. would sh- show you an event that took place on this day. You know, and, and it would go through different periods of time, right. you know, and show you different things. Well, anyways, I was reading an article that was talking about different things that had happened on this day, mm-hmm. and there was a World War II thing that popped up, so naturally I had to read it, because I was like, well, I like war history, so I wanted to see what it was. Tell me if you've ever heard of this before, because I never have. So, today, September 9th, in 19, 1942, a Japanese float plane dropped incendiary bombs on Oregon State Forest. <laughs> no, I've never heard of that. The, f- the first air attack on the U.S. mainland in the war. You're kidding. No, I've never heard of I didn't of know that. that either. I mean, you obviously hear about Pearl Harbor. Right. Which is not the mainland, but, you know, that's well, generally you only hear about any when, attack happening on... So when did that happen? So Pearl Harbor 
took place the year prior, 1941, on December 7th. After Pearl Harbor, September 9th of 1942, that's when this plane drops incendiary bombs on Oregon State Forest. Got you, got you. Okay, I'm with you now. So, just reading, or I'm rereading the article, it says that the launching was from a Japanese sub, and the pilot was Nobu Fujita. He firebombed Mount Emily and apparently alighting a state forest is causing a forest fire. It says the president immediately called for a news blackout for the sake of morale. Uh-oh. Interesting. Maybe that's why you've never heard of it. <laughs> apparently there was no long-term damage and the pilot survived. Oh, interesting. I just never heard that before. Yeah, me neither. Could you imagine? Like camping out, state forest. All of a sudden you see this plane come over and drop incendiary bombs on a, on a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be intense. Very interesting. To see that type of raw firepower. Back then it was. Yeah. To I wonder like what man. a float plane is. I don't know. I never knew that planes could launch from a sub. Anyways, I just read that. I thought that was interesting because I never heard of that before. That is interesting. How far inland is Oregon? The Oregon Trail. <laughs> the Oregon <laughs> Trail. Remember playing that in school? They always had it on the computers. Yeah. When we had to do your typing class or whatever. Ne- never beat it. Never beat it. <laughs> Could you never... beat it? How oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, you got because you got to get to Oregon, right? If you make it across. Yeah, I never. Or, honestly, any... am I, is that is that you're going to Oregon, right? Right. The game challenges you to I'm make coming decisions. From Oregon. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the game. It's part of the challenge, and you have to try to get everybody to survive and make it to Oregon. That's the point of it. And I, I could never make it to Oregon where everybody survived. They all died of diseases or drowning or bit by a rattlesnake or something. Yeah, it's on the um, it's on the Pacific Coast, the Oregon Trail. Yeah, I remember that game. Typing, remember that? We had we actually took classes for that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I'm sure they still do, don't they? I don't know. I mean, you still have to learn how to type, don't you? Yeah, but it also tried to teach you how to type certain speeds and stuff. You remember that? You had to do like certain. <laughs> oh, yeah. You remember you had to do that, or you had to type right. so many words a minute. Like it was a skill, right? I was never very good at it. No, no. I, I well, I think a lot of people ended up. <laughs> I think, well, I think, I think a lot of people get their foundations from it, but they end up developing their own hybrid form of right. typing. I mean, I think. Do you you type with your your finger, your two index fingers, right? Do you no, type like I, that? No, I use. Okay, no, no. no. So a fr- so a friend of mine types types with his index. Oh fingers. yeah, I've seen people do that. Yeah, but he can do it really really fast, like a typewriter. Yeah, he doesn't use the full lay of his hands. He he literally uses both of his index fingers to do all of his typing. Hey, if it works, he it works, it, right? He can do it just as fast, if not faster. It's one of the interesting concepts <laughs> about teaching think teaching skill sets like that right. in school. I mean, everybody's brains develop differently. Everybody thinks and feels. And receives information differently. So it's funny how we kind of have a streamlined method, but at the end of the day, who says that that is correct? I mean, yes, maybe it's the most efficient way, but is it better to fail someone for not being um, for not being proficient in that method rather than letting than helping to guide them through their own method? What do I know, though? Right? I agree, though. I mean, I kind of get what you're saying. Hey, if it works for you, it works. Why does it matter? If you're able to do the task. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like writing, right? Everybody has their own, everybody's handwriting. We all learn how to write. Mm -hmm. We all learn how to make letters, but people have their own way of how they write. I mean, that's, you can literally have specialists. (laughs) Well, Chris, as always, it was a good time. Yeah, man, I can't wait till next time. 
And if you like what you heard, we're streaming on all major platforms. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. <laughs> right? I don't know why I'm laughing. Just go ahead. And as always, everybody stay true, stay real, stay righteous.